Welcome to the podcast version of Taproot TV, where weekly we share with you information for root cause analysis to analyze and fix the real root causes of problems at your company. Working together, we are all changing the way the world solves problems. So let's get straight to this week's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to Taproot TV. We have got a treat for you today. Yes, we do. We're going to like truly show you what it's like to do an equipment troubleshooting incident in Equifactor. That's right. We're we gonna, haven't done that before, I don't think. I don't think we've actually stepped through the whole the, how the whole thing works. Right. So uh, this would be a good opportunity to kind of put it all together, see how uh, you start your investigation, mm -hmm. bring to Equifactor into yep. it when you need it, and then finish up your Taproot investigation. So obviously so. we have our Equifactor guru, Ken Reed, here to run us through this. Yeah, we'll so tell us a, a little bit about what we're going to do. Yeah, so what we're gonna, I'm going to uh, bring up the software here mm -hmm. in a second here, and what we're going to do is just walk through a very simple example um, that uh, we've used in different, different mm -hmm. contexts. Um, but what, what I'd like you to kind of get out of this as you're watching this is how you start it, which mm -hmm. is just like any other Taproot investigation, and then when you might bring Equifactor in yes. and then watch it kind of walk its way through. Yeah, so. and if you happen to be listening to this on our podcast, you can go onto our YouTube page or Facebook and you'll be able to see the video screen right. or the computer screen that we're doing this on. Right. Okay, so I guess we can just shift over yes. and do that then. So we'll just shift over and, and get in. So um, I already have a snap chart pulled up here, and this is a very simple snap chart. Um, oftentimes, this is what your equipment snap charts mm -hmm. look like. Uh, not a lot of data. In this particular case, um, we pulled a pump out of service for an overhaul because it had a problem. It, it showed up in our, in our testing as having a problem. Mm -hmm. um, they sent it up to the shop to rebuild it. Uh, they, they, after the rebuild, they reinstalled that, uh, that pump again down in the system. Um, and then they, they tested it. They did mm -hmm. some quick tests on it, make sure it was working okay. And it wasn't. It didn't uh, pass its capacity check. It failed. It failed. So what you normally, and this is, this is what a lot of uh, equipment troubleshooting snap charts start out like. Mm -hmm. uh, we installed it, we ran it, and it's broke. Uh, we really need to figure out where to go from here. Mm -hmm. And your next step is uh, probably you'll go to your equipment guys and say, what do you think? And they'll probably come up with some ideas. Yeah. So I'm going to assume that they didn't get the right answer yet, which is quite common. Yes. Um, we, go, we go to the things we think is a problem, but we don't know where to go from there. So that's when you think to yourself, well, what other tools does Taproot have that could help us with that? And for equipment troubleshooting, we have... Uh, one of our tools uh, in our optional techniques in our Snapchart area is the Equifactor tool. And you can see we've got other tools here, but we're going to concentrate on this Equifactor tool. And to start a new one, what you would do is come over here and hit the plus, and it'll start a new Equifactor. And, and just real quick, that because that all kind of it doesn't really stand out that much, um, he went over to these side left tabs. Um, that are under the optional techniques and that's where you found it. That's right, there's an optional techniques tab there that I went to. Normally you'd be in this area here, remember with our normal snap chart when you're building a snap chart. And when you're stuck, you can go down to these optional techniques, click, pop that open there, and then open up a brand new Equifactor table. Now, I've already started one just to save a, a few minutes of time here, so I'm just gonna pop this open. Um, what this does is it, it pulls down the entire set of Equifactor mm -hmm. tables and populates it in here. And you can see across the top here the different types of tables that are available. So we have the equipment tables, which are the one we're going to concentrate on. Uh, but you can tr troubleshoot valves or, for example, components like bearings mm -hmm. and mechanical seals, things like that. Uh, and then there's some electrical troubleshooting tables also. Mm -hmm. uh, what we're going to do is we're just going to kind of go down through these different pieces of equipment. And down here, 
is the pumps equipment. Now, like I always tell people, you probably want to have an equipment person sitting here while you're mm -hmm. doing this piece because you're going to have some questions if you're not the, the pump expert. Right. So you'll have the equipment guy sit next to you and you'll say, hey, uh, we're troubleshooting a pump. And you click on that and it's got several different pump types that are available to you. And hopefully your expert says, oh, that's going to be a centrifugal pump. You say, oh, okay. So you go into centrifugal pumps and you pop that open. And this is just going to give you a, a list of symptoms of different kinds of problems you might see with a centrifugal pump. You can have a lot of problems with a centrifugal pump. You can really have a lot of issues. And these are the kinds of problems. Remember, this, these tables originally came from Heinz Block. Yes. So this is from his experience, the types of problems that mm -hmm. he's seen in his career of problems with centrifugal pumps. Mm -hmm. So you would work your way down through, just kind of reading through, did we have a coupling failure? Did we have a impeller vein problems? And the problem that we actually ended up with, if you remember our snap chart, was low capacity. It mm -hmm. wasn't putting out enough water. So you can click on that symptom, and it's going to give you a list of possible causes, things that could cause low capacity on a centrifugal pump. Now again, you're going to need your equipment expert right. sitting here next to you. And you're going to ask him, hey, could this have been a clogged suction filter? And your expert says, uh, no, there's three pumps in parallel here, and the other two were fine, so it couldn't have been a, um, a filter here because it would have affected all our Okay. Pumps. So you say, nope, that's not it. So and you definitely need their knowledge. That's right. You, you, can't, you can't just pull somebody in off the street who doesn't know anything about right. pumps to troubleshoot. We and can take just, them through a taproot investigation. You could. <laughs> <laughs> you but when it comes to equipment, <laughs> equipment, you really you're going to have some have expertise expert. in here. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, suction filter, we said no to that. We would ask him, hey, could it be a problem with a suction line? And, and uh, you know, maybe your expert says, no, it can't be that. So you cross it off. And you just work your way down through here. Yes, no, yes, no. Anything that's a yes. Mm -hmm. um, so in here, I just picked a few. There's, I just, uh, there's probably more items in here that I could say yes so to. Similar to a taproot type thing. You do yes or no. It really is. So the, over here to the right. Yeah. What do we have? So here on the right, I've got, so for example, I picked the impeller uh, could have been trimmed incorrectly or the wrong impeller installed, a small impeller. Mm -hmm. So you come over here and I selected that by clicking on the check mark here. Mm -hmm. uh, you cross it off with the X if you don't want that one, or you can erase it. That's a little eraser there. If, oh, you're, not, okay. if you're not sure, just hover there. It gives, okay. you, it gives you a reminder. So I'm just going to click on that again to make it a yes. And I've gone down through several of these and I've picked, I guess, four of these possible causes that could cause this impeller, uh, this uh, uh, centrifugal pump to have low capacity. So what I want to do is get these over to my snap chart. Yes. I want to add, remember the entire purpose of this, uh, this chart is to help me build my snap chart. Okay. So what I'm going to do is come all the way over here to the right and this little condition symbol here, mm -hmm. I'm going to add a condition. So I'm going to click on that and then the next one down I'm going to click on that and then this one down here I'm going to click on that one. And then finally, down on this one here, I'll click on that one. Now, what that did is it sent it over to my snap chart. Just it's like that. Just like that. It's magic. It's magic. I like it. What I'm going to do is just kind of get out of this table so you can see what happened here. And over here, remember, this is the, uh, the mm -hmm. table we were just on, the snap chart we were just on. So here's our shapes. Here's our optional techniques, the one we were working on. There's also a drop zone tab here. Okay. And those four items are now there. Are now on the drop zone. Just like that. Just like magic. And, and all you've got to do is just kind of drag them over onto your snap chart. And it just puts them over, ready to go, ready for you to start working your way and say, hey, it could be the pump rotating backwards, mm -hmm. or it could be the small impeller, or it could be the impeller installed backwards. 
I don't know yet. Right. Right. This is still part of my troubleshooting tools. And what I would do at this point is I would send this off to my experts and say, hey, mm -hmm. go check and see if the impeller is installed backwards or go check to see if the impeller, uh, the pump is rotating mm -hmm. backwards. And you're, you would probably want to have a really good uh, troubleshooting plan here because this rotating backwards is probably a lot easier to check than to see if we got the right impeller installed. I have to disassemble the pump right. to see this. This, I can look at the pump shaft and see if it's yeah. spinning the right way. So, so maybe start with your easiest ways and work your way. That's usually what you want to do. You don't want to take stuff apart if you don't have sure. to. Sure. Yeah. So uh, I just kind of cheated a little bit here and I built another snap chart here. So um, uh, what I would do is I would uh, um, take it and there's there's those. I put them mm -hmm. in there so it looks nice. Uh, and, and made those little condition shapes here with a little dotted line yeah. around. Under the correct. Under the correct event. Yes. Yep. So that they all match up. And I'd send this out and my uh, equipment troubleshooting guys would come back and they say, we found it. This is what we found. We found that the impeller was installed backwards. Okay. So. Now what do we do? Now what do you do? So what most companies do now is they stop. No. And that's what they do. I, I, they, they think to themselves, well, the impeller's installed backwards, so that's an easy corrective action. We'll just put the impeller on the right way this time. And they're done. Hmm, that and seems really, really a little... Real sketchy, doesn't mm -hmm. it? Yeah. So how do I know I'm not going to have the same problem later? And this is where the rest of Taproot fits in. We are not done yet. We have just built our snap chart. The next thing we're going to do is start asking our normal taproot kind of questions. Mm -hmm. You know, well, was there any supervisors there? What kind of training did they have? And was there a procedure for this job? And these are the questions that you start populating mm -hmm. your snap chart with. And, and this is going to sound suspiciously like a mistake like a causal factor. Right. So these are going to be all the information that we're going to collect about this causal factor down here. And what your snap chart will finally look like will probably be something like this, where you'll have a causal factor and a bunch of information mm -hmm. here about this causal factor, about the impeller was not keyed for proper operation, and the procedure did not discuss proper op uh, orientation of the impeller. So. This is your normal taproot stuff, mm -hmm. and I don't stop here. My next step now is to open up a root cause tree and run, run this through now the through tree. the root cause analysis. And we're probably going to find that this was not really an equipment problem. Okay. This was probably a human performance issue. The mechanics made a mistake, mm -hmm. and we are going to find out why they made that mistake by running it through the root cause analysis. Because they didn't do it on purpose. They didn't do it on purpose. No. In fact, they probably th thought to themselves, in fact, for this example, you might find that the mechanic noticed that when he opened when he replaced the impeller he put the new impeller on mm -hmm. that the keyway on it that was supposed to tell you which way to put it right he thought the keyway was backwards okay. for some reason just he didn't think to flip the impeller over he thought the keyway was backwards so he pulled the key out and ripped it loose and then stuck the impeller on the wrong way because he thought he was fixing a, a manufacturing issue and what he was actually doing was making a mistake. And what you think to yourself is, man, that's not very smart, but it's really I easy can see to it make. happening. Yeah. Yeah. He, he thought he was doing a great job here of fixing a problem right. and, and moving forward. And what he actually did is made the problem worse. Yeah. So, but for good reasons. Right. So now we're going to go into the human performance. Well, and a lot of times maybe he did that because, you know, he was, he did think that was the right answer. And 
it will save time versus going and, hey, the manufacturer messed up this piece right. of equipment and there's yep. time off, da, da, da. And, maybe and now box. we've got the time off anyway. Now we do it anyway. Yep. <laughs> so good to find the real reason. It is. So you don't do this I again. mean, maybe his boss was yelling at him every day. Yeah. Hey, we need this pump up. We need this pump up. So right. he was kind of, oh, how can I, what do I do about it? Oh, I'll just fix this now. He's and trying to be a hero. He's trying to be a hero. He's trying to do the right thing. So, so this is getting back into the normal human performance mm. kind of problems that you have. And now you'll end up with a snap chart, or I'm sorry, a root cause tree that will have some great root causes in here. You know, situation not covered. The procedure mm -hmm. didn't cover how to properly put on this impeller. So when you've come back onto this, this page right here, we're, we're in the investigate phase. And yep. down here at the bottom is where we're finding all of our... That's right. As okay. a matter of fact, I really ought to click on here and get down to the analyze phase okay. now. Because we there did our go. snap chart um, and we did our, our, root cause, mm -hmm. uh, our root cause analysis here. Uh, and you're just going to finish it up. You'll work your way down through that root cause tree and come up with some terrific uh, root causes as to why this mm -hmm. guy made this, this error. Um, there's a couple other things to kind of point out that's kind of cool yeah. on, on this. Um, if you remember that Equifactor table, I think I still got it open here. Uh, this Equifactor table has a lot of cool stuff in it. Mm -hmm. uh, but keep in mind that you can add your own pieces of equipment. That's what here. I was going to ask you. Ah. So what if the piece of equipment is not in here? Yeah, so this is a, a really highly customizable list now. This used to be a lot harder mm -hmm. to do um, and then when we went to the new version of the software, this version 6, it's a lot easier to do all this. So I can add all the way at the top here, I can add new tabs in. Oh, okay. So I can add uh, new uh, categories of, of equipment up here at the top. Um, and then under each of those categories, I can add new pieces of equipment and new subcategories. It really gives me a lot of options. That is in a here. lot of customizing you can do. Yep, a lot of flexibility. And you can add your own pieces of equipment in here. Have your equipment experts come in here and give you a hand with it. Oh, so. that's great. Because um, these were all based on, uh, like Heinz, his, his expertise was in... Oil and gas? That's right, oil and okay. gas. Yeah, he used to work for Exxon. So so what you see in these tables is kind of focused on the oil and gas industry, mm -hmm. which is which covers a lot of equipment for a lot of different industries. But uh, it's going to be a lot of rotating kind of equipment. Okay. You know, pumps and compressors and, and uh, you know, diesel engines and, and generators and things like that, motors. So he's got a lot of that stuff because that's what the oil and gas industry uses a lot of. And if you have other pieces of gear, just add it in. So it is in that pretty um, user-friendly for somebody to add something, or is that something we help people do? They can how, do how that, does that all happen? by themselves. All by themselves. I'm not going to get it's too deep into nice that right here. It's always nice when you here. don't have to call yeah. <laughs> to get another group involved. It, so exactly. you can just go in and... It's, it's right in the admin section here. Okay. Um, and there's a when you go into admin, there's a section down here for... Uh, i got to find it here. For Equifactor? Uh, Equifactor. Yep, and that allows you to go in and just add your own Equifactor equipment troubleshooting tables. It takes a second to populate, but... Okay. Oh, I see. Add, add some types, add, add categories. You can export these to uh, to somebody else's Taproot uh, software and import them back in so you can trade these between oh, Taproot great. users. So it's got a lot of cool stuff in there. Um, very easy to build this though, very simple. And we do restrict this so that everybody doesn't have access to this. So when you set your software up, mm -hmm. you don't want everybody at the company going in and playing with your yeah. Equifactor table. So, <laughs> so this will only show up to those that you give access to. So, Perfect. Yeah. yeah, so that works out really good. Uh, probably the last thing that's kind of cool that we've done uh, fairly recently, um, I'm going to go back into the investigation tab here. Um, if you remember, we had our basic and our major um, investigations that you can do. Mm -hmm. And if I'm in major, if this is a major investigation, I'm going to open up this reference tab so you can see it better. 
Um, that has that full seven-step yes. tapper process. And Equifactor is kind of buried in here in steps one and step two uh, of, uh, mm -hmm. of the seven-step process. If you just have a simple investigation that you want to do, but it has an equipment error, uh, you can still go to basic. Uh, but Equifactor kind of disappears. That's right. I forgot about that. So yeah. this is brand new. It is. And what you can do is we put this brand new switch over here. It says go to Equifactor mode. Perfect. And you just click it over to Equifactor mode. And there and it, it puts is. Equipment troubleshooting in here. Um, so you can access that via your snap chart. Oh, that's great. So, so you don't have to be out in a major incident to, mm -hmm. to do this. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, that's a very, that just came in the very last update to the software that, that mode came in there. So, so something pretty cool that's, that's also added in. Perfect. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. So this is, a, you know, a lot of people don't recognize what, what Equifactor is. I had one of our customers come to a course one time, and he had been using Taproot for mm -hmm. a decade. And he came to one of my Equifactor classes and said, uh, after the class, he said, I had no idea that all this stuff was built into this software. So, Because it has always been in here. It's always been in here. Yes, it's it always, always been in the Taproot software. Right. We don't necessarily teach you how to use it during right. a two-day and a five-day course. There's just not a lot of time to do yeah. that. Uh, but we have developed some courses to do that. I was going to say, speaking of courses. Speaking of courses. <laughs> So we have some uh, an, an Equifactor course. Yes. Um, there's a, a couple different options. Um, our main course, like that we're going to be teaching at our pre-summit course, is a combined Taproot slash Equifactor course. And for those that have taken Equifactor mm -hmm. in the past, this is different. It's a yeah. little bit different. This is giving you. Uh, um, it's it's going to be just like a normal two-day course, but mm -hmm. it's going to use equipment examples, and we're going to dive into the Equifactor tables to show yeah, you how that works. Nice. So it's a really good way to learn both Taproot and mm -hmm. Equifactor at the same time. Because sometimes yeah. right now we have people who will do a three-day. We'll do two-day uh, Taproot and then a one-day Equifactor, That's and right. this may suit their needs. It may. It, it, this could very well take care you of You want to talk to us and let us um, kind of understand what your goals yeah. are. And we can make sure that this is yeah. the right thing. Because there's a lot of options. You may yeah. already have a whole bunch of people that are trained in Taproot. Mm -hmm. um, or you have a bunch of uh, E&S or quality people who, who need Taproot training, mm -hmm. but they don't necessarily need the Equifactor, Equifactor training. So we can do a normal two-day course mm -hmm. and just add a single day of only the Equifactor yeah. piece for those those equipment guys. So but it's in, a lot of options. In the past, you had to have at least Taproot to be able to do Equifactor. So this is a really efficient way to, to really take care of well that. So, mm -hmm. Well, great. Yeah. Awesome. And there's a book. And there's a book. Yeah, it's uh, it's at the printers. Uh, I heard it's just about done. Printing. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, we need too. to. We're gonna have a book release party March 9th through the 13th in Horseshoe Bay, Texas. That's the whole purpose of the summit is a book release party. <laughs> exactly. Well, Ken, thank you so much for going through that. I think this is something that is going to be really helpful for people. We talk about Taproot all the time, but we don't get into Equifactor this much and, and actually run through and show people. Right. So if you want to know what it's all about, the, you, you just saw it, for, you know, forward this to your equipment people and mm. let them see what, what we can help you all do. Well, Ken, thank you so much. Absolutely. Um, thank you all. If you want to know more, go to info at Taproot or co contact us at info at Taproot.com or go to Taproot.com uh, on our website. There's more information. Follow us on all of our social media uh, platforms, um, like our videos, subscribe, hit the notification bells, all those wonderful things so you can keep getting all of this information we push Absolutely. out to you every week. And we look forward to seeing you back here next week. Thank you. Bye-bye.
We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. To view the video version of this episode, visit our YouTube channel or our Facebook page. Please visit us on our website at taproot.com for up-to-date information and blog articles designed to help you excel in your performance improvement program. And please sign up for our newsletter so you'll get the notifications of when new information is released, where we're teaching around the world and all things Taproot. We will see you next time on our podcast version of Taproot TV.